everybody, this is Bridget Harrington, and welcome back to the We Want Arts podcast, where we advocate for the importance and necessity of arts education. Today, Shannon and I are thrilled to be speaking with one of our most favorite actor friends, Aideen Maloney. Now, we first met Aideen when she performed with Shannon in the Mint Theater's production of Women Without Men, and the recording of that play actually was streamed online a few weeks ago, and it was just... It was so nice to relive that show because it was so great. The writing in that show was amazing, and Shannon and Aideen were just brilliant in it. Um, I also was able to work with Aideen on her one-woman show, Yes, Reflections of Molly Bloom at the Irish Rep Theater last summer. Uh, Aideen is an actor and theater producer who has worked all across New York, London, and Ireland where she was born. She has an impressive range of credits spanning across television and theater, um, including working at the Shakespeare Theater of New Jersey. Aideen is also the founder and producing artistic director of Fallen Angel Theater Company, which is a nonprofit company based in New York committed to presenting uh, outstanding Irish and British plays written by and about women. So take a quick listen to our conversation with her. Aideen, thank you so, so much for joining Shannon and I today. Yes, Aideen, we're so excited to be talking with you, and it oh. seems like forever since uh, we've seen each other. I know. I think The last time I saw you, Shannon, was Women Without Men. I know. At and the Mint Theatre. So long ago. It's yeah. Because you know, we first met um, when we were performing uh, in the Mint Theatre's production of Women, Women Without Men. Um, that was a few years ago, and Mm-hmm. It was a really great story and a really great show, and I think it's super relevant uh, to talk about now because The Mint is actually uh, streaming a recording of the show in July. I'm super excited about it, and uh, yeah. I remember during the rehearsal process, you would tell me and the cast stories about your experience as a young girl growing up in Ireland mm-hmm. to kind of give us background on what it was like to be at a prep school in Ireland. So how do you channel your past and the roles that you perform as an actor? Well, you know, it, we each of us has an identity and a culture and where we come from and a childhood and an upbringing. And that's all we know. I mean, I'm sure you've heard the expression, uh, you know, what you don't know doesn't bother you because you don't know it. <laughs> right. So, um, so, you know, I, I just bring as much of myself in, into uh, each of my roles and, and, um, and try to stay true to being true and honest um and everybody has a history everybody has a background everybody every actor every artist has something rich to bring to their art um and that is their soul their self um their childhood uh you know we all may think oh my god i had a very boring childhood i you know wasn't that great you know but that's not true um you know, grass is always greener and um, everybody has something very rich to bring to their work. So I channel everything that I've got and my history, my culture. And, and I also channel it into works, uh, you know, jobs that are non-Irish. Um, and, and it all works. We're all the same at the end of the world, at the end of the day, you know. So um, uh, it's all good. 
so, you know, on this podcast, Aideen, Shannon and I, we, we try to advocate for arts education in public schools. And, mm-hmm. well, you have had a really special experience with arts education studying uh, in Trinity University in, in Ireland. So can you just tell us a little bit about what that experience was like and how do you, how do you think arts, studying arts, is different in Ireland versus in the United States? Okay, well... I mean, first of all, I'm very old. <laughs> I'm a lot older than you girls. So uh, it was back in the day. Uh, I went to Trinity College in Dublin, and it was the early days of their theater program. And uh, it was fantastic. Um, I mean, you know, we, we all are, have talent, and we all have, like, a, a, each artist has, a, like, a seed, and it's ready to to grow and develop and to grow into a tree. But... Um, you really need um, a little, you know, formal education, I think, can be very helpful, a little structure, a little security uh, to fall back on. And um, I certainly benefited from it. Um, the teacher I had was a gentleman called Michael Joyce. Um, he's passed away since, but a wonderful teacher, tough. He was very tough on me, but um, he really taught me some great technique and technical um, uh, little tricks that I could, you know, fall back on when I, you know, in latter days, uh, you know, with a role that might be very complex. And um, and I was like, I don't know, I don't have the experience or the life experience to know what this person is feeling. Right. Um, Well, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to sort of lean on what you've learned, you know, and, and, um, it's very important. <clears throat> Education is very important. It also teaches us early on about how to work with other people and how to listen. Um, I mean, primarily as an actor, you know, it's all about listening and, uh, and giving, listening and giving uh, to another person on stage with you. And it's, it's very important to learn how to communicate on stage with people. And, um, uh, no matter how talented one is, you know, and and, and also, I, to be honest with you, I just finished a play that's 80 minutes long. And um, if I didn't have the technical um, background and education that I had uh, years all those years ago, I would never have been able to do it. I would never know how to breathe. I would never, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to cope with it and to, to carry the energy and maintain like that energy that is needed all the way through the 80 minutes. It's, um, and also to remember all those lines. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an extremely challenge. For those of you who, who don't know, Aideen is talking about, um, she just finished doing a recorded version of her play, uh, Yes, Reflections of Molly Bloom, uh, based on Ulysses by James Joyce. And, um, you know, those, com- those communication skills that you were talking about, Aideen, I'm sure that, and, and the energy, the breathing, all of those things, those aren't things that I'm sure you just use on the stage or on the screen. Those are things that you utilize throughout your life and throughout no matter what you're doing. Yeah, I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Um, <clears throat> you know, communication is key no matter what job you're doing, no matter what career, what field you're in. If you're in politics, if you're in um you're an accountant. If you, right. you know, if you work as a baker, you need to be able to communicate with the people right? <laughs> and on a, on a business level. And, um, and you need to, you know, and, and 
all education, including, you know, theatre education and, and the, in the arts, it's very important. It gives structure and it, 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 it gives you, it allows you to find a pathway to channel everything that you, the talent, that the raw talent that you have. I, I want to touch on that. So, you know, for, for Yes, this is a project that you've been working on for a, a long time. And we were talking about this before, just last summer, um, mm-hmm. I was able to work with you on it, uh, interning for the Irish Rep when you were performing it there. And uh, as we said, just recently, you recorded it for their online season. And one of the things that strikes me about how you perform Molly Bloom is really just how you animate James Joyce's words and how you kind of make it your own while still retaining its literary quality. And studying art, it helps illustrate how different art forms interact and influence one another. So we wanted to know how you think, say, literature and theater interacted with each other in Yes. I think all arts interact with each other. Um, you know, I, I'm not. You know, I'm. I have to be honest. With you, I'm not a very uh, church. You know, I'm not a church-going person, but I'm a deeply spiritual person. And you know, my Catholic upbringing is is very much with me. And um, I really do believe that we can only bring so much to art, no matter what field you're in, whatever, uh, whatever field you're in, whether you're a visual artist or a musician or an actor, or a director, or a writer. Um, We bring ourselves and we bring our knowledge, what we have learned. And we are influenced by those that have gone before us. And it's very important to respect those that have gone before us. And, uh, you know, we learn from them. And and we never stop learning as an artist. Um, And to stay humble and to stay... Um, being humble is very important and, and not arrogant. And I know it all because we don't know it all and you never stop learning. Um, you know, I'm 50 odd years uh, doing this and, you know, it, it, you, one never stops learning. Right. And, and you're also the artistic director of the Fallen Angel Theatre Company, which is the first American theatre company with the goal of interpreting Irish and British plays written by and about women in a fresh and exciting way for New York audiences. Yeah. So I want to know how your experience in film, television and theatre as an actor has helped you become a producing director. Well, I think it mostly comes down to being a woman in, um, here's the feminist side coming out now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, being a woman or a girl and in, in the arts or in any business is not easy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's taken, it took me a long, many, many years. I didn't discover that in my 20s. Um, I discovered that in my late 30s, early 40s. And I realized, you know, I could see discrimination. And uh, I also got very tired of being as an actor. That's why I direct more now as well. Um, But I got very tired of waiting to be employed, waiting to have approval from other people. And um, and so I formed my own company uh, to create work, not just for myself, but for other people in my life who are brilliant artists, uh, actors, designers, um, directors, 
And I thought, well, you know what? Why don't I just try and do it myself? Yeah. <laughs> Become our own employer. And um, so that's how Fallen Angel uh, I, I was founded. But, and, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard though. It's very true. I'll tell you something. Being a producer, you, and being fully responsible for um, the whole shebang, the whole uh, production, <laughs> is, uh, it's a huge responsibility. And I have to tell you, I did not appreciate uh, producers and, you know, uh, probably the, the people who do the grunt work in, in a production uh, until, you know, I was thrown in there. I threw myself in there, my, you know, and, uh, I'm very happy that I did because you really have an overall sense of a production when you, as an actor, when you get cast in something, you know, exactly what's going on, uh, with the entire production and, and it gives you a good business head, uh, and a practical head. You have to have a business, be business-like and practical and these are skills, I think anyone in, in the arts, in theater especially, um, let's say somebody wants to be a young person, wants to be an actor, they need to learn how to do everything. Right. Uh, uh, it's very important. It'll make you, it'll enrich your work as an actor and make you mm. a broader and bigger person and, um, you know, and, and give you a sense of responsibility. You know, and all the nonsense goes out the window then. I can't stand nonsense, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Aideen, Shannon, Shannon and I were talking earlier before the interview about this when we were getting ready to do the interview. We were talking about our experiences with you and we realized that there's kind of this through line with all of the pieces that we've worked with you on or that we've seen you perform. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's about uplifting female voices because from Women Without Men to Yes to the show that we saw even that Fallen Angel uh, did. It's, right. it's all about all of the things that we've worked with you on have actually been about uplifting female voices and, and uh-huh. kind of just celebrating women. So yeah, you know, like, why do you think that theater and, and acting, why do you think that that is a way to uplift female voices in a way that other, other forms can't? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Expression and art is, is, <clears throat> is a great uh, doorway into the female mind and into, uh, you know, a, a woman or a girl's mind and heart and, and all those, the stuff that we take for granted that we think and we, you know, how, how we behave. Um, and, but we don't, you know, we just take it for granted. And, and I got a little tired of, you know, girl, especially young girls and older women. You know, I was thinking of my mother or my grandmother. And I was thinking, you know, our voices are, are you know, we're, we're told to shush, you know. Mm. We're kind of, we're quiet about a lot of things. And, and I also felt that there was, you know, a lack of female voices at that time. Now it's become more popular, women, you know, women's theater and women. Right. place written by women but we got you know when I formed Fallen Angel that was 2003 and um there was a real need for it back then and it was just on the cusp of uh the whole wake that hashtag wake the feminists uh which happened a couple of years ago uh, right in the arts but to be honest with you you know I've never been one very vocal about things but I think actions speak louder than words and um you know, that's why I started the company. It's a small company. 
right. in New York. Well, that's amazing, Aideen. And Thank just you. one more question for you. No, um, that's as many as Well, it's a good one. Uh, art and music has played a big role in your life ever since you were a little girl, and specifically with traditional Irish music. And Bridget and I were also really influenced by your dad's music when we were just yeah. babies because um, our dad would play it for us um, and we couldn't go to bed without it. So <laughs> how does traditional Irish music and the music you grew up with fuel and inform you as an artist today? Well, I think music really informs um, uh, all literature and all plays and all acting because our voices are an instrument uh, and the music notes are the words that are written in a play. Mm-hmm. And there is a rhythm uh, with a good play or a good literature like James Joyce wrote. <laughs> there is a rhythm and a musicality uh, and some form uh, and structure to it. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, it's, I mean, I not only grew up with it, but um, it is in my blood and it's genetic. And so a sense of musicality with the words and the sentences and, you know, the undulation. I mean, the use, use of the voice and uh, it's glorious. It's a glorious thing to have a voice and to be able to mm. communicate. And, you know, without actually singing, sing words to people, you know, and, uh, it's it's a joy to me, and I, I I love literature. I love spoken words. I love audio. I, I love to hear it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aideen, thank you. We we could listen to your musical voice talk honestly for hours. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so so much for having Aww. this little conversation with us today. Oh, and my pleasure. I, I, love I know. You both. Thank oh, you for having me on. The We Want Arts Podcast, hosted by me, Bridget Harrington, and produced and edited by my sister, Shannon Harrington. Original music by Shannon Harrington. If you haven't done so already, follow Broadway Arts Reach on Facebook and check out our website at broadwayartsreach.org. That's Broadway, A-R-T-S-R-E-A-C-H. Also, follow my sister and I on our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you'll be back soon.